Welcome to the Liar Liar Podcast. This is episode 5 of Longfellow in Lockdown. We're looking at one of Longfellow's early works in this episode. Written in 1840, the village blacksmith is a sentimental ode to those who work with their hands. Said to have been inspired by Longfellow's own grandfather, I have a feeling this poem goes deeper than being a simple piece of ancestor worship. I get a sense of respect towards one craftsperson from another. But although they both have a full complement of skills and tools, the writer seems both envious and in awe of the blacksmith, because the blacksmith can start and finish a piece of work in one sitting, whereas writers, or even people with jobs in the digital age, rarely have a tangible product at the end of their day's work. There are more themes in this poem that could be explored, but tonight I've got a fire on the go and a beer in my hand, so I'm going to err on the side of simplicity. So here is the village blacksmith. Under a spreading chestnut tree, the village smithy stands. The smith, a mighty man, is he, with large and sinewy hands. And the muscles of his brawny arms are strong as iron bands. His hair is crisp and black and long. His face is like the tan. His brow is wet with honest sweat. He earns whate'er he can and looks the whole world in the face, for he owes not any man. Week in, week out, from morn till night, you can hear his bellows blow, you can hear him swing his heavy sledge with measured beat and slow, like a sexton ringing the village bell when the evening sun is low. And children coming home from school look in at the open door, they love to see the flaming forge and hear the bellows roar, and catch the burning sparks that fly like chaff from a threshing floor. He goes on Sunday to the church and sits among his boys. He hears the parson pray and preach. He hears his daughter's voice singing in the village choir, and it makes his heart rejoice. It sounds to him like her mother's voice singing in paradise. He needs must think of her once more how in her grave she lies. And with his hard, rough hands he wipes a tear out of his eyes. Toiling, rejoicing, sorrowing, onward through life he goes. Each morning sees some task begin, each evening sees it close. Something attempted, something done, has earned a night's repose. Thanks, thanks to thee, my worthy friend, for the lesson thou hast taught. Thus, at the flaming forge of life, our fortunes must be wrought. Thus, on its sounding anvil shaped each burning deed and thought.